This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. So welcome to another episode. This is show number 196 and I'm your host Anne-Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist also known as the podcasting queen. Now as at January 2017, according to socialmedianews.com, there were 60 million users on Facebook, 5 million monthly active Australian users on Instagram, 4 million daily active users on in Australia on Snapchat, and 2.8 million monthly active Australian users on Twitter, and the list went on. Now, the question I have for you, is your business leveraging these platforms? And more importantly, is your message standing out and being heard amongst all the noise and information being shared on a daily basis so you can impact your customers and clients? Now, joining me today to share his journey is Logan Nathan. He is a digital transformation influencer, digital strategist, thought leader, social selling specialist, consultant and author, and with a strong drive for innovation and disrupting present work silos, Logan believes in empowering SMEs to think digital and improve their business processes so that they can deliver exceptional customer experiences. Now, as a thought leader and digital transformation influencer, Logan is involved in developing various software as a service-based platform to assist progressive companies nudge the boundaries of traditional wisdom and become leaders in their niche by leveraging on the power of digital transformation strategies. On today's show, Logan's going to share digital transformation technologies are setting the new rules for the ways that we conduct our business. You need to be aware of this. And he's also going to talk about today's customers are only prepared to pay as they benefit. Gone are the days, pay first and benefit later. As well as the importance of building business scalability and adapting to change quickly, which is happening a lot faster than a decade ago. So welcome to the show, Logan. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Looking forward to this. Yeah, absolutely. You've got such a wealth of knowledge. Before we dive in and talk about the various aspects you want to talk about today, uh, one of the reasons we met and know each other very well is because you are also a Microsoft Surface Ambassador. How are you finding the Surface in your business? Since I got the Surface now, almost a year ago now, my work practices have changed a lot. I used to carry multiple devices, and now I can rely on one single device which can be used as a desktop, uh, laptop, and whenever I need as a tablet, that really made a big difference, particularly to my new technology that I'm demonstrating, i4Tradies, has become my backbone in terms of demonstrating to various clients. And I'm sure uh, viewers, if they're really ever gone into Facebook or some of the social media, 
would have seen me in action from on a plane to airport to hotels to everywhere else with my uh, surfers. So mm-hmm. I'm in love with my surfers. Love it. And yes. using it every day. And I know that uh, for many businesses, we do a lot of travel because, you know, boundaries and uh, are just really no longer an issue. And the fact that previously we had to carry around all of these different devices, one thing for that and one thing for another, the fact that the surface kind of combines all of those into to one makes it a lot easier and far more portable. But what's interesting is sometimes people think, well, you can't really do business on a tablet, but it's so much more, isn't it? It is, it is. Funny you said about you know, compacting everything in a small device. You know, I've been doing this for you know over three decades. I've gone from a, in a big uh, desktop PC to where we are today. And my uh, travel around now just carries a, a simple pad and I can conduct business anywhere, anytime. Mm. Um, thanks to Surface for that. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you are in the business of digital transformation strategies. So who better than, uh, than to, to get you on the show to talk about that? Now, digital transformation technologies, you say they're really setting new rules for the ways that we conduct our business. Share a little bit more about that. Sure. I have been running technology for 30 odd years. I've been specializing in IT for that long and the last decade or so uh, really looking at digital transformation. And I started uh, with Twitter, uh, Facebook and then LinkedIn. Started really understanding what is really out there that this technology is picking up and why is it people becoming addicted to it. Then I really worked it out. It's end of the day. It's all about our five senses. The five senses that any human being uh, that drive us on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. What are they? What we see visual, what we see auditorily, what we feel kinesthetically. And of course, the smell and taste, fortunately, not online yet. But if you take that, what I call it, whack, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, this is what it really takes place in digital format, whatever the communication or transaction we do online. What does that really mean for business? People are really now start using this service and they really want to know what is it in it for me? What is it in it for me? And as this information overload that we have online now, because every person is, you know, you gave some really great numbers, 16 million on Facebook. Yes. That's that's overwhelming information out there. But the information, the, the strategy for the businesses is to really target is what is that your target market is looking for? What is it that visually you need to attract? What is it auditorily, which are keywords that you need to say? Is your target market going to get kinesthetically being feeling for whatever that you are trying to say? Mm-hmm. If you got that right formula, then you got it made. In mm-hmm. fact, I wrote the whole book about digital transformation for SMEs based on that visual auditory kinesthetic. Yes, so, and we know just how that, powerful that, that is. And we'll certainly share with people, uh, Logan, at the end of uh, today's uh, podcast, how they can get hold of that and, of course, how they can get in touch with you too. Sure. Would you say, I mean, you, you've said that uh, in the last 10 years, you've seen these significant changes. And as we said in the introduction, uh, what's happened is everything is changing so much quicker. And it is very hard for companies and businesses to change often. When it comes to creating that experience and how we conduct our business, when we're thinking around the VAK, the visual, the auditory, the kinesthetic, are we getting it right or are we still getting it drastically wrong? Well, the thing is that the business that really do a strategy first and really sit back and look at what is this all about, get it right. Mm. The businesses that run onto it, and unfortunately SMEs are in that board because 
purely their budget is not big enough to really spend enough time and effort to sit back and and go into it so they don't get that right so mm -hmm. my advice here for SMEs spend a little time planning and making sure your strategy is right mm -hmm. which means looking at your heartbeat of your clients right yes. what is it that they are going to really see and benefit from your information out there if that's not going to get benefit to them then you're really wasting your time all the effort that you're putting it online to me answer your question that's a change that required unfortunately SMEs that I've actually worked with first of all they don't think it's important enough second if they do they don't put enough budget behind it third thing is they probably need help from other people in initially to get this strategy right. Mm. It's kind of um, a chicken before the egg scenario, Correct. isn't it? In that, okay, if we don't think it's important and we're not putting budget behind it and we're thinking, well, we don't have the money yet to invest, imagine the cost of not doing it, the clients that we're not getting, uh, you know, the people that we're not impacting. So it's actually costing us more to do nothing in the long run because everything that we're doing already, which of course we're investing time and energy into that, is just not landing very well. When you're talking about strategy, and obviously we could have 10 shows about this and to really pinpoint key things that we need to incorporate in a strategy, what would you say are critical things? I mean, you've mentioned already, we need to understand the heart beat of our client or our right. ideal client what are they experiencing what are their frustrations what are their challenges and how can we benefit them what solutions can we provide are there other factors that we need to consider when we're looking at strategy so Anne-Marie let me go back like I said my journey has been 30 odd years mm. if you take it to good old days before all of these digital way of doing business the good old days if you ask any businesses if you ask your father or grandfather they will say word of mouth right Today, everything transferred to digital. What does that really mean in a simple form for people? If you say, what is digital marketing is all about? I would say in three things. First, socialize your business. Make sure it is localized and also mobilized. Mm -hmm. Today's technology with social media platform and GPS and mobile, we could do exactly that. So my advice for your business is define your target market. Define your territory. Define how people are really looking at your information. How are they consuming your information? Are they more mobile users that, that you need to attract? Or are they really PC-based? Or are they really, really looking at local community way? So if you really understand that and looking at exactly how the consumer, or your potential client are consuming that information, it then makes it much easier to strategize. What is so important too, isn't it? Once you get clear on these things, you can monitor and track and see. And then when you implement uh, a tactic or you, you launch something and it works well, well, you know that you can continue to invest it in, in that. You were going to say something else? The other thing is, you know, I love this uh, under, undercover boss type of TV show that we have seen. Person really goes behind the scene and really understand what their employees all about. Mm. You know what I'm thinking? Every SME is to do an undercover with their client. Yes. <laughs> right? And and with my tradies, which I'm, I'm actually doing, I'm doing exactly that. Because if you really go and spend time with them and really understand their heartbeat, then you can translate to whatever that you are trying to uh, selling them or servicing them or provide a solution to, made it much clearer. And it's key benefit here is understanding the key benefit then you can visualize it auditorize it and also 
get their feelings right, which I go back to the visual, auditory, kinesthetic that I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Does that sort of make sense? Oh, it absolutely does. So if you're going to do an undercover boss, if you will, or stalking your client, but in the most you know respectful way, of, of course, give just listeners a, a bit of a sense of what that looks like. What were some of the key steps that you took? Like, did you survey them? Did you have face-to-face conversations? What were some of the things you did to really uncover the key things that you know make your tradies tick and what they're thinking and experiencing? Well, in essence, there are three aspects to it. Um, the way I for tradies works, uh, there is a business owner that I need to understand exactly how, what really takes them to operate. Mm-hmm. Then the, the tradies on the road that they have, we need to find out how they are actually going through it on a day-to-day basis. And of course, the customer, which you and I are customer of a tradie, we can really initiate that. What I did was I actually act like a client, got the tradie to come to our place to do the work and really observe from the time that he arrives right up to the end, the process that he has to go through and really took some notes. Mm. That's on on the road trading. Now, talking about the business owner, I spend a, you know, with a handful of clients, I must say, that I've selected, a lot of time with them during the day while they are disrupted by telephone calls with their staff, with their calls coming in, all sorts of drama that they go through in a day, took some notes. You know, some of them were kind enough to spend long enough time with me, so I was able to understand the heartbeat. Just to give you a tiny example of it, one of the person said, ah, it takes me five minutes to put this order through. Then I actually sat back, quietly watched it. He actually gets a call, then write it down on a piece of paper, and along the way he makes a lot of mistakes in writing it. Then he actually enters them into the computer. And I said, if you actually take the call and have your computer open, have you entered everything, you would have got everything right in one go. Yes. You're right, Logan. I never thought about that. Right? Mm-hmm. A simple example as that, it's just that heartbeat that you need to understand to transform the benefit to them. Yes. Just an example of it. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I can go on with, with many of them through the entire process. This is why the i4 trading was an, a passion and, a, and a, a journey for me because I could really see that I could transform their way of doing things, not just about digital, but it's a way of doing things to match what their customers are expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, hearing you share that snapshot of that situation with that business owner is just invaluable for us because how often do we say, when we're asked, do you really know your ideal client? Yes, I know them. Well, what research did you do? How well do you really know them? And it's very much basic stuff. It's surface stuff. Or we assume. And if we're basing our business strategy and our marketing and, and our digital, you know, the digital footprint that we we're living on assumptions, no wonder we're not getting the type of engagement and creating the relationships that we want on online. Logan, let's talk about the next area that uh, you wanted to share today. And this is very important too, because you say gone are the days where clients pay first and then they benefit later. Customers today are really only prepared to pay as they benefit. Share a bit more about that. We are overwhelmed with technology overwhelmed with communication, overwhelmed with information out there today, mm-hmm. right? Um, whether you are really a top on digital marketing or you're just a novice user, you're just overwhelmed. You know, it's a bit like reading 10 different papers, yes. you know, before the digital days. Yes. Now, likewise, the service that offers, people are offering all sorts of things and all sorts of promises and people have learned over a period of time, I'm talking about our consumers, our clients, 
learned over a period of time, what I get is probably what I really don't want it. So that's beginning beginning to really take shape. And and because of the, the speed and the or minimum effort you can put in and, and put together a service and give it to the client, doesn't really mean end of the day the client going to be satisfied. And my advice to any business out there, if your product is really well, put your trust in it and let the customers use it and pay as they benefit them. Mm-hmm. That's going to transform the way they trust you, the way they look at you, the way they want to build relationship with you. If you're really asking for money before they benefit, there's going to be a lot of question. And to me, it's a hard sale. I for tradies, I actually brand our I for tradies as pay as you benefit. Purely what I feel that the the days are gone, that people are prepared to put in, and they often feel that they actually got into something that they are not really wanted. Yes. This morning, as I did a demo, mm-hmm. the client's question was after the de- demo. So now, do I have to sign a 12 months agreement or a 24 months agreement or 36 months agreement? Oh. I said, you do sign nothing. Start using it and only pay as you benefit. Mm-hmm. And I just see the, the, the difference in his face yeah. when he heard it because he has not used to that sort of a payment before. And it really is for you to come forward with that information to a potential client, I think speaks volumes to the belief and the value you know your product, which in this case is the I for Tradies, is going to deliver to the client. Who you know, So you're standing behind that value and the benefits because you know it's going to deliver. Amazing, amazing way of thinking about that. I mean, that kind of principle, if you're looking at a service-based business, can they do that in effect where they may provide incredible value up front that really doesn't have any investment level at all? Like it could be some videos or podcasts or some content that really helps their ideal client get some wins on the board. And then once you've built that know, like, and trust and credibility with the information that uh, you're sharing with this potential client, then give them an opportunity opportunity to take the next step, which will involve some level of uh, monetary exchange. Is that, is that kind of relating a little bit around this concept that you've just shared? Exactly. I mean, mm. if you take Google today, they're a multi-billion dollar company purely because initially they gave you and I a free service, which means that we can search and find information that we were after. Yes. As they build on and got their customer base, they started putting AdWords. Mm-hmm. And they started making money out of it. And of course, they expanded from there on a multi-billion dollar business in, in branching off to various things, the Google world we know today. And you take Facebook. Facebook was exactly that. It was shared among the university community initially uh, just to have fun with them. And then, of course, the idea brought up to where Facebook is today. You know, you and I can still use it free of charge. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We are often seeing an ad on the left or right ad or on the top of the thing, or even indirectly that we are clicking on it, which is getting paid ad that Facebook is making money out of. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what is that underlying hist here? Give a lot of benefit to the client. They will come on board and they click on it and they get benefit. Your client, their client, which is Facebook's client, are only paying as they get the benefit. Yes. In other words, as they get the lead, they are paying for it. So my idea is nothing new, but it's been well proven with the Uber of the world, with the Airbnb of the world, and all these new digital disruptive technology are based on this. Use a benefit first, pay later. Pay as you benefit. 
Something I also, um, that comes to mind as you're sharing this, and sadly, there are some marketing, and I say gurus with the holding my fingers up, you know, an inverted comment, are still teaching people, you know, run webinars or run free training. And so someone will sign up for that, sit on a 45 minute or a 60 minute webinar or training. And pretty much the whole time, this person, the trainer is sharing about the you new know, cars that they've been able to get and all of the fancy, this fancy, that giving no value whatsoever. I think what you've just said is that anytime we have an opportunity to get in front of an ideal client, we provide them with incredible value that makes them go, wow, this is great. Because doing the opposite, which is trying to con or from the salesy, pushy, hey, look at me, this is what you can have, which we know is just a load of rubbish a lot of times these days, that is going to build distrust and it's certainly not going to inspire someone to invest in your service. And I think gone are the days where uh, that kind of tactic will even will, will work if they ever worked at all. What, what do you say about that? Because this happens, unfortunately, so often, doesn't it? Correct, correct. In fact, you just touch on my most important mantra, which is trust. Yes. I break the trust into transparent, being transparent, build relationship, which is R, being unique, which is whatever the uniqueness that you're going to bring that to the table mm -hmm. and then have a strategy, then make sure the timing is right. Yes. If you get that, that is the trust building with your client. Yeah. Yeah. Transparency, Beautiful. relationship, uniqueness, strategy, and most importantly, the timing of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Just that... to give you an example, mm -hmm. I told the tradie, the first question I ask is, is it the right time to take five minutes of your time? They say, no, I do not go further because yes. they don't give you the time and you don't respect their time, then it's really over. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. You start off the, re the relationship with respect of the other person. And I mean, real, you know, respect. If it's not okay with them, then of course, you're not going to take their time. Well, you have some people that say, can I have, you know, two minutes of your time? And you're just about to say, well, actually, it's not a good time. And they're rambling off and you're not listening. You're just not listening. Right. And of course, this is the, if we're doing that with our potential clients, they're not listening either. We have mentioned already before, Logan, that in the last decade, and you've seen this, especially since you've been involved in the industry, you know, for, for three decades, I think you were saying, things are happening so much quicker. As the years pass, the quicker things get. And you say it's so important for businesses to think about scalability, as right. well as being able to adapt to change quickly. That is often a lot easier said then done. What are yep. some tips? What are some insights you can share in this area? Well, there's a lot of things. Look at every time consuming business processes that takes place, right? Mm -hmm. uh, just give you a quick example of it. Part of the I4 trade is strategy or, or getting clientele signed. And we are talking about a quarter number over a period of time. Mm -hmm. The time it took for us to get the PDF document out to the client, getting it signed, bringing it back, that probably altogether a couple of hours gone by. Today we have PandaDoc. We actually do it electronically and takes me less than five minutes to put together a agreement based on the template that we have, send it to the client, clients review it online, sign it online, send it back. And that cut me hour and a half. Yes. It can tell you, I can go back to a few years ago before zero come on board. I used to spend a half a day of my accountant's time or bookkeeper's time doing all my books. Today, they spend four hours, three, half a day mm -hmm. maximum 
on my books every quarter. Wow. Because everything is done mm. as you go anywhere, anytime. So there's a lot of things that you can actually look at. Look at where the time is consuming. A bit like what I talk about that tradie picking the phone up, writing it, and, and then entering into the computer. Mm. I think that's a key thing to scalability. If you can get that transformation done, and today's digital technology allows you to do much faster and quicker. Yes. And my whole iPhone tradie, the, the whole system is based on making it much faster and quicker in one go. Mm -hmm. Just an example. I mean, I'm quoting this morning's example. And I actually were doing a, I was doing a demo to a air conditioning trading. Uh, and he said, oh, sounds like I have to put a lot of time and effort to put in there. But then I questioned him, say, when do you actually do the invoice? He said, nighttime or weekend. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. When do you actually write your client's information? Ah, oh, I just write it on a piece of paper and, and, and go do it. Do you know how many clients you have to serve for the whole month? Um, I can tell you if I go through my diary. Yes. All of these are time consuming, which is killing half of their time, not able to scale and expand. Right. Yes. If they can capture everything digitally then and there as it happened, then they got it made, mm -hmm. which is what our smart mobile is all about today. Right. Yeah. One of the reasons that we have an extension of our arm today, which is we call it more smart mobiles, <laughs> right? We got all our contacts list there, right? Yeah. We don't have to plan like going through a, a street directory and look at and write all these streets that we had to turn left, right, and so on. We just take it for granted. The Google map is there on our arm. We can go from A to B. Mm -hmm. All these are scalability that, that sort of happen as a result of technology. Then look at your business and similar translation or transformation can happen and get your business to scale much bigger than what it is today if you really sit back and look at where the time is going where can i save the time what's the technology i can use to take the time away yes fortunately and we are too busy running around we are in the business not on the business sometimes we are just so close as you said do we running around but we can also be quite close to the business that we're not even aware of some of the things that we are repetitively doing and could Correct. be automated it could be as you said uh, using some tools which could cut the time by half if, if not even more and I think that's really where uh, someone such as yourself can come have a bit of a look do a bit of an audit and then say do you realize that this 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 and this in this area these can all be transformed can be scalable and can certainly now become far more efficient because once you adopt adapt into some technologies uh, a lot quicker and so having said that because you've provided so much insight and people can certainly see that this is an area that not only that you support clients you're actually breathing what you speak you know you're walking the talk because you've just beautifully demonstrated through your own business the i4 tradies how you've used these principles and of course now getting out there and uh, yeah generating business for that so share with people uh, about the i4 tradies who they are I, i'm assuming that it's targeting the niche of tradies so share a little bit more if, if someone is a tradie or knows a tradie how they can get a hold of you but i believe the other arm of your business also helps with digital transformation strategies for SMEs across the board. So first year, i for tradies how can we get in contact with that business? See, i for tradies is my brainchild. Uh, just simply working with the tradies for the last decade, they suffer, A, the technology is overwhelming, B, like most of our business, unlike the professional business, the, the blue-collar workers, mm -hmm. uh, tradies, one of them, they, they get into these bad habits of running around and 
not able to utilize the technology as they should do. So that's one. The other part is the smart technologies coming in, the younger tradies that are coming into the market, they are really killing the, the established business. Purely like what I just mentioned to you earlier on, they are able to use smart mobiles, they are able to use this technology, although not in an organized fashion like i4 tradies, able to really cut their time down. So what is i4 tradies all about? It actually takes three parts of it. One is a business owner being able to be in control their business anywhere, anytime, and complete the job. Most importantly, make sure their customer's experience, their heartbeat is understood every part of the way from getting a quotation right up to finishing the invoice. Mm -hmm. That's number one. The number two for the business owners is to make sure their employees are productive and they're able to monitor them, their productivity and increase their scalability through this service. Yes. The third one is, which is the most important one for going forward, is the business insight. By putting your client's information, putting all your audit process, if you like, from taking the journey from quotation to the invoicing part, you are collecting a lot of business insight. I'll just give you an example of it. I go to that uh, one of the tradies very often that you know he has been using the system for uh, now three months. He can suddenly see it on his screen, all the client visually exactly where and which suburb they have actually do it in one screen. In fact, he uses a surface. He can actually see it on his surface, mm. everything, all their client during the month, during the day, during the week, anytime the way that he wants to see it. So the business insight is a key to your scalability and success yes. because you can make decisions on how many employees you need, what time they need, which target market they are really working on, which products that they are really serving is popular. All of that insight comes into it. Let me take a look about the tradie. If you, if you really got an on-the-road tradie, they would love to work for your boss that really organized. So if they can get 10 work done, and they get more satisfaction out of their job, it is what they look for. The app allows them to really organize their day and enable them to go from place to place with the GPS technology built in and the customer's pre-information that they can view before even they enter into their house. Example, the previous work that done for that particular client, if that client actually called them before. So that's one. Amazing. You and I, like a client uh, using a tradie, for the first time before we selected a tradie, we can see their credential and we can see their rating, the community rating. And if you really like them, we now keep the history. Next time we don't have to search for a tradie, click of a button, we can actually call them. So we really got, you know, the, the whole thing I talk about, the digital transformation technology, which is socializing it, localizing it, and mobilizing it at every aspect of the three stakeholders, if you want to call it, the consumer that you and I use as trade, the traded business owner that trying to develop a business and a profitable business and, and make it easy for them. And of course, their employees. Yes. If Amazing. we get each of their heartbeat done, then we got it made. Mm -hmm. And that's what i4trade is all about. Amazing. And so the URL is I and then the number four and then tradies? That's correct. I, as in intelligent information, any of these I's that, that become popular. My way is I, as in our I's, in letter I. Mm -hmm. Number four is four tradies. So I for tradies. Great. And of course, that's, uh, you can find out more. And just e even as you are explaining it from a business point of view, I mean, you've really walked the talk. You've taken this business, you've developed it. It's an, it really is innovative business. And uh, 
you know, can see that it's just going to grow from success to success because you've streamlined, you've understood what your customer, this business tradie and the tradies themselves, you're working for business tradies, what they're experiencing and you're, you're eliminating all that and, and streamlining it for them. So you certainly are doing what you've shared today. For people who want to find out a bit more about the digital transformation services, what's the best URL for them to visit? Solomo IT, which is, like I said before, it's S-O-L-O-M-O-I-T, or it's really stand for socializing it, localizing it, mobilizing it, and intelligently targeting Solomo IT, solomoit.com.au. Fantastic. And I was going to ask you, what does that stand for? And you've just shared socializing, localizing, mobilizing. Love you, it. You will find it if you ever read my article. I'm an acronomania. Yes. So I take a keyword, split that into really meaningful information and then of course uh, I then write an article about it so that's just been my uh, passion oh I love I it thank you so very much for coming on the show I uh, have learned a lot and just really inspired and uh, thank you for sharing the journey and and how we can really see how the businesses have developed and of course for everyone please go and check out uh, both of those websites and shout out say hello to Logan uh, too thanks so much for coming on the show Thank you very much, Anne-Marie, for, for the time. Really enjoy the talk. Cheers. Bye. And that brings us to the end of another show. I know that you've been inspired. Please reach out to Logan and say hello. And of course, if you are a tradie business or if you know a tradie business, you really need to uh, get them over to check out I4 Tradies. Now, if you have subscribed to the show, thank you so much. You're going to be the very first person to know when a new show comes live every single week. Now, you don't have to miss out if you haven't already subscribed. All you need to do is go to Ambitious Entrepreneur Network AES iTunes. Ambitious Entrepreneur Network.com forward slash AES iTunes. Until next week, have a fabulous week. See you later, Logan. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.